Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm one of your wonderful hosts, Bob. I'm Alex. I think wonderful is a little bit of a stretch. Wow. Hurtful. <laughs> that is very disrespectful. I was going to say come something from really special nice. guest. You don't have to. That's it. I'm not nice. You can go. Okay. I'm kind of stuck over here, but I'll just sit quietly for the remainder of the podcast. This is sounding better and better already. Wow. Say hi to the folks, Erica. Hi, folks. Bob the dog's also here, snuggling comfortably under a blanket. Yes, he is. Looking amazing. <laughs> a majestic, a majestic beast <laughs> if there ever was one. <laughs> All right, he's, okay. he's sufficiently huddled. He's really having a good time now. Hey, <laughs> let's talk about Enzo Amore getting fired. Oh, that did happen, didn't it? Oh, it there was did. a lot of WWE news this week. So much. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you should probably tell your employer when you're, um, under investigation for, uh, raping someone. Yeah. That whole situation is a clusterfuck. Have you been reading about that at all? Uh, not a ton. All that I really saw was that the reason they gave for firing him was not that he's, uh, under suspicion. Um, it was because he didn't tell them. Yeah, he's been he's known about this since October, I believe. Yeah. And he didn't tell them. And you know, their policy is when you're under investigation or you're charged with something, they suspend you. Well, that's like Cedric Alexander, Pet- right? He was No, uh not Cedric Rick Alexander, Swan. Rick, Rick, Swan. Rick Swan. And I believe he just got cleared he by the way. He did just get cleared, right. I think his wife didn't want to press charges or whatever. That's usually happened. what ends up happening, right? Don't say it like that, Erica. Why? That is what usually ends up happening. The wife decides not to press charges. Yeah, that didn't sound like a great situation. No, either. not really. But Having to jump he, out of the car. Either way, he got, you know. So he'll probably be back. He will probably be back, right? Uh, yeah, Enzo. Well, because I saw a lot of people bitching that Enzo got fired because he was under suspicion, and it was like that's not the reason. No, that's not it. It's he got fired because. He's had a his- history of causing problems there, getting thrown off tour buses. Nobody likes him, just being an asshole in general. Right. And so something like this didn't help matters much. I think not reporting this to them was the absolute final straw, right. especially the fact that they got blindsided the day of that Raw 25 show. Yeah. I'm sure they were just furious. Right. No, for sure. So I think they probably suspended him when they heard about it. And then they found out he didn't, he knew for, you know, four months or something. Right. And that was it. See, there's the door. Right. See you later. Well, and it's like, you don't think they're going to find out. That's the thing. Is they Like, they're going to find out. It's actually amazing it took them this long to find out. Yeah. Especially for someone who's such a, a troublemaker. You know, it'd be one thing. They, they'd be pissed off if Roman did this, but they wouldn't fire him for it. He'd be suspended until the investigation was finished, but they wouldn't fire him. It's it, There are definitely double standards if you're the top guy on 205 Live, which nobody could give a fuck about, versus being the perceived top guy. Right. The big dog. Right. Roman Reigns. <laughs> well, do we want to take top guys and segue that into talking about what happened at the end of Raw 25? Or did you have more to talk about, uh, Enzo? Uh, not really. Just the situation seemed like a shit show. The co- a lot of contradicting each other. Like, Enzo hasn't said anything other than saying, you know, he's innocent, of course. Because right. what else are you going to say? It seemed like... Yeah, lot, lots of problems with the who it happened to and then her friends lots of saying one thing to one person saying one thing to another i mean 
I think the one thing I took from everything I read is there's a reason this has been going since October and no charges have been filed. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's, whether he's innocent or guilty, there's no hope of anything coming of this, I would think, based on what I've read. Like I said, I didn't read much about it, but uh, I read the initial police report and that was pretty disturbing. But other than that, I was just kind of like, okay, you're, you know, there's enough shit going on. I don't need to, you know, enough garbage. Well, there was also the, we talked about the Aziz Ansari thing the day it happened and that article came out. Mm -hmm. And then all that, I think we talked about this a little bit already over text, but all that other stuff happened with finding out how the story came about, which was the author went looking for this story, which is suspect. Well, it really comes off, and I think we talked about this, like a bit of a hit job. That's how it read initially. Yeah. I never liked from the beginning how that story was framed. And like right when it started off, like right off the bat, where it was like he ordered some wine and I didn't get to choose. It was like, oh, my fucking God. Well, in the memory serves, we talked about that a little bit, right? Where it's like you need to open your mouth then and you need to say something. Well, I think I think the big um, the big takeaway from that is, you know, I, I sat down yesterday and actually I listened to our conversation on that last night. And one of the things, this is why journalism and good journalism is so important. We were more debating the article rather than the events uh, that right. that happened. And, you know, that's why you need real journalists reporting this, not 23-year-old idiots who well, are writing somebody, for a blog. Well, and you can be a good journalist at 23, but if you're just on a blog where... Well, that's, I've talked to you about this multiple times. Mm-hmm. You read a lot of these just online blogs, and there's spelling errors. Yep. There's like... It's like, that's not the sentence you clearly meant to write. There's like... You guys need editors. You need editors. You need ethical standards. You need And you need people who have experience in journalism. Right. You know, a lot of these blogs are just people who you know well, um, you're looking to get the hits so that you can blow up big right but seriously literally every article i have read in probably the past month or so be it the av club be it on like the uprocks pro wrestling page there are spelling errors there are just like it, it's just shit and it's like who's you guys not looking through your own shit well spell spelling errors are completely inexcusable since for the spell checker and anything to not fix your error, it has to be, like, brutal. Well, I'll also say this, though, Alex. When I, I wrote briefly for a website online, and when I was posting anything, I went through that fucker, like, five or six times just to make sure that, like, the spelling... And I'm sure I, I may have missed stuff, but that's why you need another set yeah. of eyes on if it. I re- if I write two sentences to post on a gaming forum, I reread it. You should. I think a lot. I don't know if these people don't or if it's just... Speaking of maybe rereading things you sent, maybe Katie Way, before she sends letters to CNN, should maybe, you know, discard when she sent that thing about Ashley Banfield. Ashley Banfield. Yeah, like, sweetheart, like... <laughs> Let's, that let's that was like something you write because you're really mad, and then you put it down, and then and you, you are like, okay, let me sleep. Delete, <laughs> right? Well, there, that was fun. Delete. There, there is also, um, you know, it's kind of something that became very apparent um, out of this is, you know, showing the activist journalist. You know, a, a real journalist is supposed to be neutral as possible. Mm-hmm. 
Um, in this case, that was not the case at all. No. She clearly had an agenda, and it showed through in her writing. You know, and it's impossible to be one hundred percent impartial. Correct. But that is why you have editorial standards. Well, that's why you need those kinds of things because right. you know that lets you make sure that you're only putting facts out there. Well, that- not only that, you have somebody else that you're like kind of bouncing it across, like, hey. Did I go a little too far in a few places? What would really but, disturb me is if this what this really did go through some sort of editor, you know? Okay, but is it an editor that has like experience and knows what an editor is right. to do, or is it just I'm the editor of this website? And that's probably the case. Is the editor just another idiot? Right, and right, exactly. you know, so that's the danger of it, and because it does, it does so much damage to the cause. I mean, and I still stand by what I said in our last conversation. There was some p- fucking dumb shit that happened, uh, according to her account. Like, okay, man, come on. But, in regards to the journalism, not so great. Yeah. Well, because it, it turned away from, you know, is this something, did, you know, was this something that, you know, he did some questionable things that could have been a good learning moment for him as a person and as for people in general to well, also just you know if yeah yeah uh, because again, well but, but it's well because right. remember it was also what like a year ago was it that it, it wasn't recently i think it was last year's golden globes yeah so oh, it was, okay. it, was a, it was a year ago so in that time a lot has happened people are thinking about it questioning their behavior and you know so it is it, it not this because it, it's like you think about what kevin spacey did there was no time that was okay um, child, right? You know, but it, again, I, we don't want to relitigate it. Well, but I shouldn't say it, it there, there was, was there was child. never a time when the things that were happening in that home were okay either. I mean, there was a lot of stupidity in that room. I agree, there was a lot of stupidity, but there's stuff that happened. And again, I mean, we, we see our last episode. I'm blaming. I'm really blaming right. both of them. It's not one person yeah. or the other, right? And Aziz was complete. I mean, if the article was completely true, if everything that was said was completely true. I don't understand, for me, I don't know how it is to be in anyone else's mind, of course. I don't understand, for me, how you don't realize that your actions are not being reciprocated. I don't understand that either. I think if somebody's clearly, like, not into it, which... And again, we weren't there. It's a turnoff for me if someone's not into it. But, so, I mean, the whole, thi- the whole thing is, because of the way it was presented to us... We don't know. We, we don't know, and we spent... We didn't... We weren't discussing what happened. We were discussing. I mean, we discussed what we happened. discussed what happened, but it was all in the light of unfair on both sides because it's like we weren't there. We don't know. It's really not our place to be discussing it. I think at the end of the day, the main problem is is the article was clearly written not in good faith, but to generate hits, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the author of the article clearly wanted to make herself the story and achieve that achieved you know making herself look like an idiot in the end and it at least got us the great clip of ashley manfield eviscerating her (laughs) because that was absolute destruction well and like we said i think it's there's there's a lot of like like only sith steal an absolute like you can't right there's not absolutes here it's Unfortunately, there's a lot of gray area, and what, what a good thing that happened was that there's a conversation happening now about, okay, well, did he go too far? Maybe, you know, there needs to be a little more, like, 
conversation around that and like because it is guys i think are told like oh well if you keep kind of it's the chase right you keep pushing 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 you'll get there you'll get there and some and some women do like that oh, some that some don't, don't. Right. i think i think from a guy's perspective it, it is a difficult thing to read um and i would hope that with time women feel more empowered to step up and really say no well and then guys and stand up for themselves kind of when somebody is clearly not into it decide oh okay i'm just gonna stop now well part of it is you gotta learn how to you, know, you gotta learn how to read no the sure situation. but it's on both sides it's right. not shouldn't all just be on the women i, I never would assume as much no right, i don't no. think anyone's right. no, yeah. no 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 we're, we're not talking about idiots I making mean, that sure that's bob and i there. don't think that for right. sure no obviously yeah. We wouldn't, but be, we wouldn't be yeah. like tight yeah. or like married. But if it, that but was it the is case. a it is a, it's a difficult situation oh, I'm not because saying that it, it can isn't. be hard to read. For sure, and um, you know, and especially being cognizant of the fact that a lot of women, um, historically and currently, still they they won't say no out of fear of retribution. Well, especially when in you know you do have cases where they do say no, you end up fucking dead. So yeah. you know, right. I mean. I'm not saying that that's the norm, but that's definitely a thing that happens. So it's yeah. So it, it's really difficult because right? it's either you know, let me sit here and be quiet, just let him do whatever the fuck, or you know, I don't know this motherfucker. Maybe he comes back and shoots me in the face because I told him, yeah, I'm not really into that. Right. So. So anyway, can I bitch about uh, what happened to the revival on Raw 25 yet? Well, yeah, I did want to talk about Raw 25 okay. next. The show, the show was a complete shit show, honestly. Well, you the texted only- me earlier that day, and you were like, "Hey, you want to come over and watch this?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? To be to to be fair to myself, <laughs> I I feel I like will, I'm on trial here. I will say, normally the nostalgia shows from WWE are pretty solid. This show, the way it was laid out, I mean, I could have told you on paper this was going to suck, and I couldn't believe it when I was watching it, how bad it was. The show opened with your usual Stephanie and Shane and then Vince come out and jerk themselves off, you know. Vince is still the best wrestling character of all time. When he turns on heel, real, like, bad guy Vince McMahon, Mr. it's amazing. McMahon Mr. McMahon's amazing. Great, that's what it drives me crazy, that whenever they, like, trot him out and they try to make him, like, a good guy, it's like, no, you're a literal wrestling Satan. Stone Cold comes out, hits a couple stunners, booyah, fucking <laughs> move on with the day. Right. It was all great. Uh, now, I don't know why Stone Cold didn't get to cut a promo. Did you see? Did you see on YouTube... WWE's YouTube page where he cut a promo on one of the interviewers. I did not. It was awesome. Oh, it was awesome. Well, do you remember when he did that? He did the interview with Paul Heyman and Paul was like... Oh, and he just turned it on on a dime on Brock? It was awesome. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, yeah, one of the best talkers ever, of course. Well, he lost a significant amount of time because of the... What was it? SummerSlam 97. The neck injury. Which fucking sucks because... And yeah, his Cold, his run on top himself, was only like three or four years, a long time, right before he was like, well, and good on him for being like, hey, if I, you know, you don't want to be like well, walking around want, like fucking, you, foley, you don't right? want to be a cripple, exactly. I mean, it's like the same thing with Edge. Once you start dealing with the neck issues, no, you don't want to be a cripple. Say, Fuck it, right? Exactly. Yeah, but the show was just laid out so weird. Like I told you, they went from the the Vince McMahon Stone Cold thing straight into that women's 4v4 tag match for no fucking reason. Which in and, and of itself, we talked about this the other day, where it's just like, okay, and I know you want to get the women on the show, but then how about have 
multiple women's matches on your show then instead of always cramming them into these multi-man tag matches like what would really? I don't think the multi-man tag matches do anything for anybody no. especially when you're you're in front of a hot crowd in Brooklyn right. that just tore the roof off the place for Steve Austin who by the way it's so funny that he still gets that monster eruption of emotion when he comes out he's still cold. that no one else can get today for anything. I mean, and he's problematic in and of himself because, you know, he's got some shit that happened back in the day. But no, you it, you will never hear a pop like that anymore. Maybe when, like, the, uh, Daniel Bryan's rise. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. that, when Bailey maybe. beat Sasha in Brooklyn. Maybe when Punk beat... Punk, uh, Beach, Punk John Cena, Cena in, in Chicago. Which was, we were privileged enough to be in the crowd That was That for. was very lucky. And that's just going to be, yeah. I still don't understand how that, like, lucky event transpired. We, that, that whole show was great. Oh, yeah, it was a really good show. It was one of the best pay-per-views they've ever done, That period. was my first live show. Like WWE was it really? Show. That was my first live WWE. You've never show. been to like a house show or anything? No, Dad never wanted to go because he was like the best seat in the house is at home, brother. I'm not well, paying all this money for tickets. I do remember when I was really, really young going to a WCW house show at the United Center. But after that, I don't know if I had gone to any wrestling shows. Well, and here's the annoying thing, because like he'll. He has this story where, like, they would go, I don't know if it was him and the firemen, like, back in the day. They would go, and then they went drinking, like, somewhere around the fucking uh, Allstate. He's, like, met, like, Greg Valentine and, like, Bret Hart. He's, like, dad has had drinks with Bret Hart. I'm like, oh, but you can't take your fucking daughter to a wrestling show and then go to Hooters and then hope one of the wrestlers show up afterward? Thanks, dad. Appreciate it. Damn it. Jesus. Fucker. But, you know, there was other crap on the show. Like, they had that Titus O'Neil and who, Apollo, Apollo Crews versus Rhino and Heath Slater. That was so... They just kept doing these matches that were completely out of place on the type of show that they were doing. Well, if you're going to do the nostalgic show, then you got to bring back some of the guys who can still kind of go. Like, remember, was it after... Mania 25 with the Jericho shit with the old the old dudes like Roddy Piper, fucking Snooka, and uh, Rick, uh, Steamboat, right? And, yeah, remember? Oh, and yeah. And Steamboat came back on Monday. Oh, Steamboat was still awesome back then. Oh, he then. was cut like a beast. And then him and Jericho had an amazing match on Raw. Like, okay, you don't, nobody else is that? Like, do something like that. That's interesting. Remember last time they did the old school Raw show and they had like the red, white, and blue ropes and at the end uh jake the snake roberts came out and he just beat up the shield and everything and it was was awesome right yeah that's right because dean ambrose got the snake on him dean ambrose got the snake down his his pants and cm punk's in the background like it's a pg show jake (laughs) (laughs) no no the best thing about that was they cut close to ambrose and he got this big shit-eating grin on his face sure it's awesome fucking ring with jake well and jake jake looked amazing because he had he got all the help from ddp he looked amazing that was right before uh he got into the hall of fame right i believe so So, yeah three years ago now yeah either right before or right after one of the two it was right around yeah i was right around there but um that, that raw 25 show fucking sucked man i mean i'm trying to remember the only other like i told you before the only other part that i can even remember about the show is the women came out, you know, like Tori Wilson and Kelly Kelly and Michelle McCool. and. We said Kelly um, Kelly's younger than we are. 
Kelly Kelly is, I think, the same age as me. Which is like so, bonkers. Which is insane because she was she was on TV so young. Kelly Kelly came out. I was like, what the fuck? She looks like she's 20. <laughs> it was insane. I mean, not that I'm like nostalgic for Kelly Kelly. No, no, I'm not either. But, she was terrible. Right. But hey, good for her. <laughs> you know, you know, the funny thing is a lot of the women who are awful and they just get hired because they're models. They always end up getting like just serviceable enough, and then they quit. That was like <laughs> right? Eve, right? Yeah, like Eve just like, oh, got okay, and, like, yeah, and then this. she left. I'm out. Kelly Kelly was like just not embarrassing herself anymore, and she left. It, it always happens. Yeah. The only ones who are like the model type, and I, they were more like athletes or sports uh, people, were like the Bellas. They really weren't models. No, I mean, they were always because they they, they, like, they were like more into athletics, shit, right? Yeah. But people perceive them as models. And look, they were brought in because they were hot and they had the twin gimmick. I will but, also say, though, I mean, Brie, bless her heart, she's trying. She never got much Nikki better. Nikki got, like, solid there for Nikki, a while. Nikki, for some reason at the exact same time, became a considerably better wrestler and put on, like, 15 pounds of muscle. Yeah, so she was, like, <laughs> stacked. Yeah, And then, of course, she hurts her neck and ruins all of it because, right, exactly. of course. Of course. We can't have nice things. No. Um, uh, no, but what I wanted to talk about was, and this is something that I've seen a lot online, so I don't want to like rehash it too much, but I mean, everybody's getting old. Oh, they looked so old. Everybody's real old. So it's like, you can only bring these guys back. Vince looked so old. Mean Gene looked so old. I mean, all the DX guys, except for like Triple H and maybe Sean a little bit, they look so old now. No, when you say Sean, you mean Sean Michaels. Yes. Okay. What? Well, Sean, uh, uh, X-Pac's first name is Sean. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant Sean Michaels, yes. Sometimes he wrestles under his, his own name on the indies a little bit, but I haven't seen him recently, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but no, so my issue, which is my issue, was the same issue I took when they brought the Ascension up. But with the Ascension, they did it over the course of like a month and just destroyed them. It was like, you're bringing up this NXT team and all you're doing is having JBL run them down every single week. And then at the end of that like four week period, you bring out like the APA, the fucking like New Age Outlaws, a bunch of old dudes. And they just destroy, just absolutely decimate the fucking Ascension. It's like, oh, okay, so they're geeks. What was the, why did you waste all of that time then? Well, look, you knew last week when they did that thing where the Revival were running down the Legends and they don't matter and everything, you knew they were getting beat down this week. So I was was already mentally prepared. No, I know. And it's just, it's like, why can't you do something like, I was listening to, uh, what is it, Tights and Fights. Uh, it's a wrestling podcast I listen to on occasion. They were like, remember when Randy had that run as the legend killer? Why can't we do something like that? I understand that he's like a third generation superstar, but he's kind of a piece of shit and whatever, but fine. But why not something like idea. that? I, I just... Because like Road Dog's not going to be fucking around forever, you know? And there's going to be a... I mean, he's always going to come back for the paycheck, but come on. Really? Road Dog? He works there. Well, I know he works there. It was bad, uh, bad example. <laughs> Billy Gunn then. Okay. 
Thank you. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, Road Dog works backstage, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In like um, a suit and shit, which is always hilarious when you see. It's that. always so weird it's when like, you see the wrestlers and come suits. on. I like it when you get the peak of like Dean Malenko or Fit Finley back there, though. That's they're wearing like, like the oh, sport coat. Awesome sport coat, Dean Malenko. You too can have eyes of ice. <laughs> the man of a thousand holds. <laughs> Chris Jericho also had a thousand and one holds. A thousand and four. A thousand and four? Yes. Okay. And about... How many of them were like <laughs> arm bars? <laughs> yeah. That's still one of the greatest promos. Of the oh, time. it was amazing. Apparently, but, he spent the entire commercial break did, doing that as well. Because he's a fucking professional. Um, but no, it's just... And that's the problem with WWE now. Because it's like, none of these guys matter. None of it matters. It's just that when these old dudes come back, they're the ones that are still important because we still fucking love the Attitude Era. Well... It's like you guys gotta move on. Yeah, this really felt like this needs to be... Usually, I'm whatever with the nostalgia show. You do it every couple of years. Who cares, you know? You know, I think this, I'd be this... a little more okay with it if it didn't seem like a constant fucking thing, though. Well, this just felt like... It felt like everyone's too old now. They're truly too old. And they just, they need to go away. It's too much. They're, some of these guys, I mean, The Undertaker legitimately looks like he should be in a coffin. I mean, I he looks his, so old. His, his promo, promo was, was just, just, I mean, he, he's, he's just never a good promo. Rambling but... about nothing. I don't even know what he said. Right. I couldn't even tell you well, what he said. Well, and people were like, okay, so was that. Is he definitively retired? I thought he was retired at Last Mania. Bob, I have something I want to talk about with you, this Xbox Game Pass announcement. So, you know, the Xbox Game Pass is sort of like a Netflix of video games in a way, mm-hmm. where there's like a hundred or so games on it. They kind of cycle in and out every couple months. Some of them leave, some of them, you know, some new ones. Mm-hmm. And you subscribe for $10 a month. And you get access to all these games as long as you're subscribed. You unsubscribe, you obviously lose access to them unless you buy them outright. Mm-hmm. So Microsoft announced from now on all their first party titles, starting with Sea of Thieves in March, are going to be on the Game Pass day one. So Sea of Thieves, you know, whenever there's another Forza this year, new Halo, new Gears of War, whatever. You know Microsoft's first party lineup. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be on Game Pass from now on. What do you think about this? Because this was a pretty big announcement. Um, I think if you are a fan of Microsoft's first-party games, this is huge. Um, But I look at that list of games, and the only one I have any vague interest in is Sea of Thieves. Um, (laughs) And particularly because of the price point where I could come in and play it for a month at for 10 bucks and well that's kind of nice right like yeah. let me give this a try because that's the one that's it's always it's just online multiplayer right yes you can play by yourself you can yeah but you're in the world with other people well, it's right. kind of like destiny right where it's like you have to be online and there's people around you but you're not necessarily playing with them so the way it works is there's three ways basically you could play the game. You could play in a four-man ship, which is like your big ship with like three or four sails, eight cannons, and the four of you have to, you know, manage the sails, manage the anchor, look at the map, figure out where you're going. The person who's actually doing the sailing 
can't see because he's got all these big sails in front of him. So you need to, someone needs to be standing in the front of the ship, like, hey, you know, left a little bit. We need to go east, whatever. You've got like a navigator. Or right. Whatever. Everyone's kind of got different responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the big ship with, you need four people. Which does sound like kind of interesting. I've been playing the beta. The game's fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk about it more. I mean, the, so the, then the, there's the two person ship, which is like your little one sail ship. It's real, still pretty good sized. But it only has like maybe like two or four cannons, and you really you don't need the eight cannons anyway. They're really just for show. Sure. But it's it's a little bit of a smaller ship. You there's just two of you. There's just one sail. The person who's sailing can actually see where you're going. So you don't need a navigator. Right. Uh, you know you need to manage the sails and what direction they're pointing for the wind and everything. And then you have the one person ship, which is the same ship as the two. But you got to do everything yourself. So, um, my my general thought though is, it, you know, do does Microsoft have enough first party games and a big enough diversity of games to warrant keeping the subscription all year? Well, you know how people are when it comes to subscription services. Most people, once you tend to subscribe, you're not stay subscribed no yep. matter what they say. Use that subscription. Don't give me the eyes. I watch. The eyes. Of ice. <laughs> Do you remember that Dean Malenko commercial? No. It was his t-shirt. It I remember ridiculous. the Sting one. Oh, Sting. But yeah, at that price point, it's low enough that people will forget that they subscribe. Yeah. Though yeah. I think though, because... Where do you rent games anymore? You got to go to like Gamefly, Redbox, only, maybe? Yeah, I guess Gamefly. I don't know what Gamefly's prices are, but it's not particularly convenient. When I wasn't. I, I subscribed to it for a little while, uh, and I wasn't crazy about it. Well, the annoyance with Gamefly was, let's say you were only renting the one game a month, which I think was like $15 a month or something like that. When you would send a game in, you would have to wait for the next one to be mailed to you. So you would be paying for a subscription that you're not using for days at a time. Right. And if it's a new game that they just don't have, now you're just paying for nothing. Right. Or they'd send you like the next game that was available on your list. But the problem is, let's say you got sent the next game that was available on your list, but you really wanted to play Halo 3. Oh, no. Right. It's just kind of like... You would never get to play it then. No. You get to a point where it's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go out and buy it. Right. I mean, it was good for older games. Yeah, you know, it was not had, like, good for new something ones. something like last year, like, okay, let me grab like such and such. But for the newer stuff, it was just like, and I had stuff get lost a few times. Like the only reason I have a uh, Fallout 3 on disc because they lost the one they sent me. So I was like, this got lost, never got it. Can you send me another one? So they sent me another one, played it. Okay, fine, sent it back. And then the first one Months arrived. later, we're talking like three, four months later, I get this destroyed like Gamefly package in the mail. Long after I had canceled the subscription, and it's got the Fallout Three disc in there, and I was the like, "U.S. Oh. Postal Service always delivers, baby." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, cool, just keeping this now." <laughs> yeah, and you know, Redbox I think is like two fifty a day or something to rent a game. It's insanity. Well, because it's like, all right, well, by the time I have enough time to buy this or to play through it, I may might as well, well just, just have bought, bought it. it. I mean, it's a demo service, isn't it? It's you. You buy it for a day. Well, play, didn't we talk about doing something not. for that? We never did, but I don't remember what the game was. But 
Yeah, I don't. There was remember. a discussion of it, but whatever. But I don't know. I I think the game passing is interesting. I I would have to. I question its true value to the masses, um, because it, it it reminds me a lot of, um, it has the same stink that Play Anywhere had, where it there it's a, it's got a lot of promise, but because only Microsoft games are going to be on it. Uh, you know, it really limits its viability. I, and there are people who are going to get a lot of value out of this. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think there's also a lot of people, you're going to get a lot of people who are just, who are going to subscribe to it, think it's great and forget they subscribed or um, cancel because they're going to end up not getting their value out of it. I also think though that it's nice to be like, all right, I don't maybe I don't want to buy Sea of Thieves. I want to try it first. Mm-hmm. Let me jump on, subscribe. Let me give it well, a run and then there's other shit that I can try too while I have that $10 subscription. And I think Sea of Thieves, I'm so happy this got announced before Sea of Thieves because having played the beta, it is fun and the beta is limited in scope. Everything that's going to be in the game isn't in the beta. That's right. very clear from playing it. But it's just, the gameplay loop is essentially you go and you start a voyage. You're going to get some clues. Or you're going to get a map and where you need to go to find some treasure chests. You go there. You search out the island. You look for these treasure chests. You dig them up. You get them back on your ship. And you have to take the treasure chests back to the quest giver to make money at an outpost. Now, in the meantime, of course, you could potentially be attacked. Mm-hmm. Or you could be attacking other people trying to steal their shit. And then go deliver, you know, because you could, if someone, say, has three treasure chests on their ship and you sink their ship and grab their treasure chests, you can go turn those in for the money. Right. So. The whole concept seems interesting. My only problem with those online games is I feel like you have to have, like, okay, we're going to play at such and such a time. Let's all meet up. And I don't know. That just, that doesn't always work for me. I don't know. That's why, uh, and I, mean, I that's just... that's the biggest problem I have with online gaming in general is syncing up with people, right? You know, and because that that's like we've had this discussion countless times, and as much as I I am frustrated by the toxic environment of online gaming, you know, I know I can mute people, I know I can be restricted to my party. The problem is, I sit down to play video games when I have time. I, I don't have enough... My schedule isn't open enough to schedule time for video gaming. Well, and you just don't... I think this is this weekend is the most that you've played games in... Probably since Horizon. A hot minute, right? Yeah. He was going hard on Horizon Zero Dawn, though. Oh, well, I Well, that was. grabbed him. That Like, if that happens, you just don't see Bob then. Because they were like... Like, you know, me, I'll sit down and I'll play like... An, a, a, setting amount of a game and just like on a Saturday if I got nothing going on. You will usually sit down for like an hour or so and then be like, I'm antsy, let me go do something else. With Horizon, you were sitting down for like large swaths of time. Mm-hmm. That game was great. Yeah, it was a fantastic game. And I think it goes to prove, you know, that they are capable of uh, play, you know, making really great games still. Uh, it, it just, you know, it's just different kind of play. There are players out there who, you know, they enjoy playing video games, period. And, you know, they would prefer great games, but 
this the you know playing games is a is a is an escape it's something enjoyable for me it really has to be a good game for it to be worth my time i will say though we did have a, a lot of fun on friday evening oh yeah for sure so what we- so so before we move on to that sure. i just want to say i think See, I'm really happy there was the Sea of Thieves beta, and I'm really happy about this Game Pass announcement. I think the because... betas in general are always a good idea. Oh, for sure. I'm I'm really happy there was this Game Pass announcement because after playing the beta, I would have been conflicted. Do I want to spend you know thirty dollars on this? And the game only... oh, was the beta thirty? So then no, no, no. The game's sixty, but I no. Sure. This is this oh, is Alex's. I got gotcha, I got gotcha, I got gotcha. His okay. work, his system. Hey, it's great. You rip it on my system. It's awesome. No, I'm just waiting for the day you, you, it goes away, and you're gonna have to no, 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 pay full price for no, a game. No, 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 never gonna happen. Got to cut those angles, Bob. Very important. So, I would have def, I would have been conflicted. Is this worth that much money? Am I gonna get the value out of it? How much will I really play it? I am very confident. Within a month, I will beat Sea of Thieves to death, and I'll be very happy to have spent a couple bucks on it. Well, and that's the way we try to look at it, too. It's like, all right, if I'm going to go buy a $60 game, that's... I got to be getting at least, you know, I'd say 10 quality hours out of it. At least. Depending on what it is. So, speaking of $60 games, how do you feel about Dragon Ball Fighters? I fucking love it. It's delightful. Bob, give us your thoughts. It's a lot of fun. Uh, It is simple. Uh, Oh, sure. You know, but... And I suck at it, but wow, you can't even throw me a bone there. Did you play the tutorials? I have not yet. I haven't had a chance because y'all came over on Friday. We played. I didn't have a chance to play the tutorial. And then Erica's been on it like crazy since then. So I played a couple hours when you guys left. I played a couple hours last night. I haven't had an opportunity to yet, but I You had all day yesterday, Mon Frere, to come down here and play some fighters. No, because you were on it. Yeah, no. No. I played for maybe like... But anyways, it is is fun. Uh, And I, I can see me firing it up more frequently than a lot of other games like it. Like, we had Smash... On the Wii we U. played the last Super Smash Brothers for literally an evening. Yeah, we bought it, we played it, and then we were like, "Okay, meh." But and it sat on the shelf until uh, Bob sold it back for the Switch. Yeah, Dr- Dragon Ball Fighters. It's a beautiful game. It's fun. It is very simple, but that's okay. None of us are fighting game aficionados. No. I would say one of my complaints about the game... Okay, well, I have two off the top of my head. The loading times are absolutely oh God. obscene. They're egregious. Yes. They're really bad. And and I don't know why. But the other thing is they needed more uh, variety in the dialogue. It kind of sucks when the, you see a cool interaction, but then the other ten times... The player comes, the fighter comes in and says the exact same line. Yeah, that's been happening for Krillin a lot. There is dialogue um, hidden in loot boxes, though, isn't there? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Because I thought that was some of the stuff that came through in the capsules. That's possible. Yeah, maybe. Because, yeah, we were playing earlier, and uh, I tend to main as Krillin, and he has that same initial interaction. I will say in the story mode. You get a lot of different, like, interactions. Like, the you... one I appreciated the most, if I may, 
was between Goku and Vegeta, and they were like yelling about the fucking end of Resurrection F, where Vegeta was like, you stole my kill, asshole. And Goku was like, well, I kind of had to step in. It was outstanding. It made me very happy. But anyway, what were you Did say? you, have you unlocked any of the extra characters yet? I have not, no. How dare you? All right, so I haven't been playing that much. You, you made it sound like you've been going hard. I mean, it's only been a couple days. I want unlocked characters, Erica, so I can play them, damn it. Well, the next time you come over, I'll try to have the characters unlocked for you. Hey, you know who I mean. Who do you mean? Goku Black. (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot of shit for playing Goku Black on Friday. (laughs) Even though he's the fucking best. Does he not have the best delivery of lines in in Japanese? In Japanese, yes. Oh, and I'm not talking about that fucking... In English, I don't understand why it isn't Sean Schemmel doing his voice in the game, but whatever. It does seem odd, right? Like, cause he it's, does it in the in the TV say, series. I haven't watched the dub of that arc, but I really, I'm ooh, I need Bob to watch that arc. I'm very curious to see what you think. Erica, are you caught up on Super? Did you watch last night? I've missed. I'm back a couple episodes, so I'm not. I know. I know. Damn know, it, Erica! Damn it! I've seen some stuff online though, and I'm very eager to get down and, and watch them. If you'd like to talk about it, you can. There's nothing to talk about. You haven't seen it, and Bob's 150 episodes behind. You had some Dragon Ball Z thoughts, though, didn't you, Bob? Bob has been watching the... Has um, he finished yet? No. No, I haven't had a chance to watch this weekend, but um, I'll probably watch while you guys are watching the Rumble. Uh... (laughs) I know, right? Monster. You don't have many episodes left, do you? No, I've only got like 15 episodes to go. I sat down with him and I watched a few of those, though. And like the last time I watched any of uh, the original Dragon Ball was uh, by watching Kai. And I'm just, there's like, woof with the filler. Even at the end there. God, the filler. It's like, are you serious, guys? You've got 10 episodes left. What the fuck? The filler episodes in Super are so much better than the filler episodes in Z, which are just horrendous across the board. I mean, I will argue that Goku and Piccolo going and learning how to drive cars was pretty Well, that was funny. Yeah. Well, but I, nothing beats all the all the superheroes playing baseball together in Super. No, that is <laughs> that is a beautiful episode. Of it's television. amazing. <laughs> Beerus and Champa. Baseball feud. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of like weird there's not too many like full filler episodes in the Boo Saga, but there's plenty of half filler episodes. I'm just thinking of whatever we were watching the other day where they had those like tapeworms inside of Boo that they were like Oh my god, that was so dumb. That started talking for some reason, and it was just like, I didn't think we did LSD. Like, what's what's going on? There's just a lot of really weird shit in the Boo Saga. One of the things I like about Super is there's so much less time spent on filler, and they still do the whole thing where you stop and talk in the middle of a battle for no reason. Well, that's one of the but, hallmarks of Dragon Ball. Sure. Though. But it seems like they spend a lot less time doing the powering up sequences. Yes. Like, you know, a guy used to power up for like three quarters of an episode before he would actually fight. Three quarters? Like three episodes? <laughs> I was being nice. There's... um. There's a part in the Boo Saga where Goku's supposed to be teaching um, Goten and Trunks how to fuse. And I swear, it's no less than 10 times that they go, okay, you guys ready to go? And they're like, yeah. And then they're derailed by something. 
it takes like five episodes for them to actually get to I it. only sat down and watched what two or three episodes with you and I was just like this this oof. like I, I said I'm like I'm glad I watched this when I was a kid it was one of those things where oh, yeah. it was just like well, I would have no tolerance for this as an adult especially when you're only watching one episode a day on Toonami right exactly because then you want more Right. Well, and then whenever it cut off, you actually gave me a subversion, the subversion of the those final like 50 episodes. Hmm. So that's how I watched those. Or the Boo Saga, I think it was. This is like a long fucking time ago. Might be before I like left for college or whatever, but So we talked about this before, but the XFL's coming back, baby. I love that it's just this Bitter old man was like, these motherfuckers are kneeling during the anthem. Fuck it. I'm going to start my own football league. No one allowed with a criminal record. Okay, Vince. Because there's no one with a criminal record in professional wrestling, Erica. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Zero people. Hey, hey, hey. To be fair, Alpha Entertainment is completely separate from WWE. So they can have different standards. Oh, except for when all of the, you know, the wrestlers were tweeting how excited they were that the XFL was coming back, right? Yeah, a lot of separation there. Okay. My my absolute favorite part of the whole thing was Vince McMahon actually having the ignorance to say, three hours is just too long for a football game. (laughs) Oh my God, We need to make them two-hour games. Like... It, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of watching that um, Monday Night War show they have on the network where they just shitting on WCW for doing every single thing that they do now. And I'm sitting there losing my fucking mind. Like, are you guys... Like, you gotta be doing this on purpose. Because you know <laughs> the people watching this are, like, being driven mad by it, right? Like, you're just saying this shit to piss people off at this point. That was the best, though. Three hours for a football game. Too long. Three and a half hours of Monday Night Raw every week. Perfect length. Totally fine. Totally fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's great. It's good. It's good. Good. It's wonderful. Awesome. It's amazing. I'm a little sad. It's glorious. (laughs) Victorious. I am a little sad that uh, they want, they're not going to do the gimmicks this time. Oh, I was going to bust out my Chicago Enforcers jersey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm looking forward to seeing it fail miserably again. Because football in and of itself, I don't care what anybody says, the uh, ratings have been going down for a while now, and it ain't just for the fucking anthem protests. No, no. I in. It's really funny. Oh, and excuse me, because they're not anthem protests. They're not protesting the anthem. They're protesting the systematic racism in the America. That is what they're protesting. They're not like, fuck the national anthem. The America. Fuck yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what we mean when we say anthem protests. Well, and it's... It's funny because Vince is clearly, he saw an opportunity. A delusional, like, 70-year-old man whose brain is so addled with steroids that he just really can't even see straight at this point. Yeah, probably. But, you know, he saw an opportunity that the NFL's vulnerable, and he said, I'm going to jump at it. And, okay, fine. Uh, 
And, you know, we, we've talked about this and, you know, it's going to take a while to put it together. So I understand not coming back. Oh, no, that makes years. sense. Sure. I just don't I you wonder... want to like secure TV time and like I would handle that shit first, though, before you announce. No. Why? Because, no, he's he's what he's doing is he is trying to build a following purely off of um the Anthem stuff. And that's why he's announcing it now. And he's hoping that he can build enough um, enough interest to generate investors to get teams together so that he can have his league. Well, and the other thing was, he's like, well, it's going to be safer than the NFL, but we're going to have less penalties. It's going to go back to the way you remember it being. It's like, okay, well, well those two things, that doesn't, that those don't equal. That's not congruent, motherfucker. Like, what are you talking about? I'm ready to talk about the challenge. Okay, should we we delve into the challenge briefly the, and then do our the challenge uh, the our, challenge our predictions rivals two. What'd you think? West and CT won for the men. Emily and Paula won for the women. The right teams won. The right teams won. I thought if anyone other than Emily won, it would have been just well. She was wrong. like the, f- the that team was the freak beast of the fucking whole series. I think they won six out of the t- out of ten of the. Daily challenges. Something insane like that, yes. Which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and then even, uh, what was it, Cara Maria and Cook? They were beasts, too. They got thrown into the uh, the jungle, like, I think, you, you know just about every time. You know what sucks is I think this is the only challenge Cook ever did. And really? Cook's really good. I thought she was solid, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't get the hate for Cara Maria, either. She's weird. She's a weird person. Don't she get me wrong. Gets, I think she gets more irritating the longer she's on the show. Okay. You'll see the more you watch. At, at, right now, she's still very like, everyone's against me and nobody likes me and I just want to go ride my horses. Well, <laughs> she's clearly not liked in the house. Yeah. Like when she came in, like everyone was like, oh. It's like, really? Like, what the fuck? Well, because it's a lot of jocks and cheerleader types. Yeah. And she doesn't really fit in with them. Fair. Um, But no, I thought CT and Wes ended up... uh, What? It's hysterical, though, because Wes just comes across as such, like, a fucking, like, poser. Like, a poser tough guy. Whereas CT will literally rip your head off and shit down your, like, stump. Well, how did you... Where Wes is like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. And they're like, oh, no, I'm I'm not going to do that. Yeah, he'll talk all that shit when CT's standing right next to him. Exactly. Like, CT was going in on uh, Johnny Bananas, I think. And then Wes is, like, behind him going, yeah, you suck. It's like, you're such a fucking child. Well, that's what was funny is they never really talked any shit to each other. But then once they were all in the final... Then the shit talk was like like an earnest, yeah. (laughs) Let's all start psychologically breaking each other down. And Johnny, I thought Johnny had the best point. He's like, last time I saw you two, you know, CT was dying on a glacier in the fucking, in Iceland or something. And Wes was getting carried up a mountain by Kenny. Right. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. No. I was pleased. I was like happy that CT won though. No, cool. but, but But what did you feel about Wes getting the win though? I mean, it had to happen because he was with CT, so it was fine. How about the line? He, Wes had a couple of his D-bag lines in the interviews where, I mean, he had more than a couple, but the two I remember where he was talking about 
CT is just my like dog on a chain or something. Do you yeah. remember that? Oh, the whole like the whole at least the first half of the season, a lot of uh Wes's confessional stuff was I'm controlling CT. It's like, it was like sure, sure you are, sweetheart. Buddy. Okay. <laughs> but then they'd go, like another one would be like, Oh, he did this stupid thing and now we have to deal with it. It's like I thought you were in control of CT. Like, no, were you not? Oh, that that's a shame. Too bad for you. Too bad. Um, who were the, was it uh, Camilla and what was the other girl's well, name? Jemmy. Camilla and Jemmy. Well, I was just going to say real quick, the other line from Wes was when Leroy was sleeping with Teresa. Oh, that was hysterical too. And Wes, they cut to Wes and he's talking about how, you know, it makes complete sense for Leroy to want to sleep to sleep with Teresa. He's a trash man and she's my trash. Yeah. It was something like that. It was like, oh my God, it just Wes. It so clearly bothers him when somebody else is like sniffing around like somebody that he was like with. It's hysterical. Well, the thing is, they've all slept with everybody. Who well, wants so... to shits? <laughs> You're all a bunch of fucking whores. Who cares? Oh my goodness. I did hear, I actually was listening to a podcast Emily was on. She was talking about when it came to Rivals 2 with that final. Jericho's podcast? No. That's disappointing. In <laughs> um, Rivals 2, they were supposed to do the thing where, you know, they send them off to somewhere else to do the final. Mm-hmm. But something happened and that plan got canceled. Something happened with the travel. And that's why this final was so different than the other recent ones where it was almost like yeah. a relay race. Because they had to like... Oh, fuck. We they had to pretty up. much cook something up on the spot. And I, th- I thought it was a good final, though. I liked the final a How lot. How about Paula eating all the food? Oof. She she was literally sitting there I, with her nose Alex, clamped and with her mouth open. And I Emily's, couldn't watch it. Emily's dropping food yeah. into her throat. Yeah, and they're just going. <laughs> I couldn't watch that, but I, I just like... Oof, that was rough. That was a well, rough watch. Well, call me when you guys are done with this, basically. Especially considering we went through something similar not too long ago with all of the barfing. Oh, God, yeah. We got that, like, neurovirus or something right around Christmas how, time, and it was just like, oof. How ah. brutal was the carrying the dead bodies thing? That's rough. That was like because it's a thousand degrees outside. They said it was twenty body, twenty bodies. Quote, uh, and it's so funny because you're watching it and you're thinking, this should not be taking nearly as long as it is, but they're just gassed. I mean, West gassed, but CT was able to carry him. Uh, Johnny gassed, right? Well, Johnny seemed very just kind of like. About the whole he thing. didn't. He didn't he seem like he had his energy. Challenge, and he was just kind of like, yeah, okay. Once he got, he knew he was going to get second. Uh, he just was kind of. He seemed to me to be like, okay, cool. Car Marie gassed hard. Well, because she's got. Car- like, they got to that point, and she just. You're done. You're done. And you Car Cara like, Maria gassed hard. You know, Cook, push, push, push. You Cook only... did not gas. Cara Maria gassed completely. I mean, the big problem between the two of them was they just they were in the lead until the eating thing, and Paula just obliterated, just demolished them. the right. food, and Cook and Cara Maria just weren't eating. Right. Um. Uh, we talk, but the the last challenge before the final, the where Diem crazy went Simon fucking insane. 
Oh my! How did they? How do you remember twenty colors? I have no idea. Cara Maria remembered those twenty colors by herself. I loved that though. I loved that they won that final challenge. That made me so happy. And then Diem well, it turned the whole insane. house upside right. down. Diem lost it. Diem did not. She did not have a good look on this season. She was fine, and then those last couple episodes. Well, and we were watching it, and I was like, oh, you know, whatever. And then Bob's like, oh yeah, she died a few years ago, and I was like. Well, now I can't hate her. Yeah. You've ruined it for me. It's yeah. been ruined. No, well, you were still hating pretty hard. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> and I was watching the reunion. I told you this, I think, that I was watching the reunion and even Johnny was like, you know, Diem's not going to say this because she doesn't want to make excuses, but Diem was going through a lot on this season in relation to her body. Right. You and said that. Yeah. she was, I think the cancer had caused her to prematurely go through menopause. Because she had, it's ovarian cancer that she had. I right? think so. Yeah, that'll yeah. fuck you right up. So. And so she was on like a cocktail of drugs. She was fucked up. I mean, she wasn't in her right mind. Well, because for sure. that final the episode where she got eliminated, it was just, she just went like bonkers. And oh like, God! Where yeah. the fuck was? Where's this coming from? What did she say? She was like, "Well, Cara Maria and Cook don't deserve to be here." And it's, it's like, like, "What? What are what? you talking about? What? <laughs> they deserve to be there as much as anyone, except for Emily and Paula, who were just housing the daily challenges." Well, it's like you keep throwing them in the eliminations, and they keep fucking winning. Like, no, they deserve to fucking be here. I will say that final elimination that. Uh, who got thrown in? Oh, Jemmy and Camilla got thrown in over Emily and Paula. Mm-hmm. Jordan and Marlon should have voted in Emily and Paula. Oh, definitely. The result would have been the same, but they still should have voted them in because they fucked them. They had fucked them before. You got to return the favor. Exactly. Well, you just show that you're a little Nancy boy then. I do think, you know what? I thought that final challenge was the perfect time. They should have done that hallway, that hallway thing with the football pads. What did they do? Which one was it? They did the one where you had to cut the rope upside down. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Remember when <laughs> remember when they were setting up for that with Cook and Cara Maria and Cook's just like, I gotta pee. I can respect that, man. You gotta go, <laughs> and, you gotta go. And see and uh Because the other chick was having like a Oh my god, okay, okay, okay. Shit. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, Cook just pees and see and TJ's like, I hope you don't fall in now. Oh, that and episode so also good. had the okay. best TJ look okay, yes, of all time. Exactly. Do you remember when Anastasia was flipping the fuck out before that elimination and TJ goes over to talk to her and TJ's like, so what's the deal? You're just afraid. And she's like, yeah. And TJ just does the slow turn to the camera to look into the camera. Like we lost our fucking minds when we were watching. (laughs) I want a gif of that so bad. It was amazing because if there's one thing TJ hates, it's fucking quitters. Yep. Yep. And you saw that a lot more this season because somebody else quit, didn't they? Some other chick. Oh, uh, oh, yes. Uh, Sarah, Sarah, when right. Trishel quit. Yeah, that's it. And Sarah got screwed again. That this sucks. is a running theme that Sarah just keeps getting fucked over by well, her partners. And there was there were a couple things uh, early in the season. Wes and Preston both quit on one challenge because it wouldn't it wouldn't matter. And then it ended up mattering. Yeah, they got punished on the next one. Which I I like that though. Oh yeah, you're there. You got to fucking do the shit, man. I thought it was awesome, though, when CT and Knight were trying to run the course. That was amazing. When oh, when, yeah. when Wes yeah, yeah, and yeah. Preston quit. So CT and uh, CT and Knight are like, let's team up. Let's do this. 
And TJ's like, all right. Like, <laughs> all right, that's enough, guys. Knight's the super douche, right? Correct. Okay. Oh, he's the douche of all douches. Yes, he's like, I guess he's dead too. Yeah, I think he is. Yes. Good. Wow. <laughs> wow, that is rude. Yeah, I know. I'm an asshole. He fucking sucked though. Yeah, he was. He's he not was a great He's a person. He was like a terrible human being. Um, at least on the show. Um, but no, I thought it was an enjoyable season overall. I think we've got what's next? Battle of the X's two. I'm not sure what's next. Do you know the best elimination of the season was Leroy and Ty against uh, Marlon and Jordan in that hall brawl thing where they had to... Oh, that was great. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. And at the end, Marlon just holds Ty down forever and uh, Jordan finally gets loose to run to the bell. That was fucking great. It was awesome. I did. Lo- Jordan fucking deadlifting, I thought. Because Jordan's the one who has the... He the- pretty much... Just has like a thumb. He's got like a thumb and like a pinky, right? Or whatever. Or maybe I not don't even think a he, pinky. He doesn't even have a pinky. They showed him either was doing rows or deadlifting just one day. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. When you consider that Jordan is legitimately handicapped, it's amazing oh, how yeah. well he can do on these shows. The um the final men's jungle. What was the final men's jungle? It was the tower with Preston. And Knight. Knight versus um Was it Jordan and Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um and Preston couldn't like get through the first level. And Jordan No 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 no, no. Preston got through his Oh it no, it was Knight. Knight. It was, was Knight that dropped. Yeah. Knight, yes. Knight couldn't cut the Knight doesn't chains. know how to use bolt cutters. He couldn't cut the chains. Which was like and it would be it would be like if he was slow at it, it'd be one thing. But he like he didn't get one. No, cut. it's like, dude, it's just it's it's not. Speaking of that cutters. same setup, remember when it was? I think it was Leroy and Ty against Zach and Trey. Yeah, that was, that was hysterical. Zach and Trey win, and then they and then Zach just acts like you want to talk about douches. Well, he, he went his, he mega douche. Who did he hit with his wh- helmet? He didn't hit anybody. Yes, but he, he did. He hit Frank. I don't think he hit Frank anybody. I think it, it bounced I thought it back. hit someone it too. Hit him. I thought it went right by like Diem's head. No, no, no. It hit somebody on the back. Frank I was, went down. Like, it was, I don't know if it was Frank. Who was Johnny's partner? Frank. Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It hit him on the back. I was totally. He didn't make a thing about it, no. but it totally hit him. I, like, I'm totally happy with how that went down, but I was kind of hoping TJ would have eliminated him. For well, hitting someone with a helmet. Yeah, that he was gone either way. TJ was awesome in that, though, where he's like, Zach and Trey, you guys won. But the thing is... You cheated. You didn't quite... But who did, who did the first stage? And they're like, well, Trey did it. Who did the second stage? Zach. Mm, Trey didn't do the first stage. Nope. What? No, we got the video right here. Zach kicked it down. Because he's so impatient, mm-hmm. he couldn't wait for Trey to kick a freaking pane of glass exactly. down. Exactly, like, dude, come on. That was amazing. Oh, that was glorious, because well, what a mess. And I mean, he had some with family shit going on, too. Didn't his sister just have, like, a kid or something? I think he was just having the general, like... Douchebaggery. I think he was just having the general, I'm away in this crazy place, and I'm going crazy right, thing. Right, and it got to him, and it was just... Yeah, it was done. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you can't... Play the game, you're not going That's to get anywhere. That's the brilliant part of the show, though. That's why Johnny and CT and, you know, certain Well, of they them, know it's just 
I'm going right. and that's this just, is just a game. This is just well, and right, it's a game. It's just a game. You know, if you let the po- the internal politics and like the the psychological game get to you, you're done. That's why they get to the end. And you know, the three seasons we watch, once they get down to the final uh, three teams, six teams, whatever, everybody's it is, pretty like they're chill. They're cool with each other. Right. Right. They're like, okay, we're here. Well, once the backstabbing's over, it's just like, who's the best? Right. Right. The next season is the challenge free agents, which I believe is a solo challenge. Oh, Everyone for himself. That's interesting. Okay. I can't wait to get to Rivals shut up, shut up, three. shut up. I won't say why, because, but I can't wait for it. How don't, long do I have to go to get to that? Don't look it up. It's at least a couple more seasons. Damn it! Is it a certain team? It's an event. Okay. It's something that happens that's amazing, and I can't wait. Don't okay. don't look it up, because Bob spoiled himself. I won't look it up. I spoiled myself. You sent me the article, you it dick. Was, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. So should we... Uh, we need to talk our predictions, because we're watching... Yes, we need to talk about... Do you have the Do you have the matches for NXT and the, the Rumble? I have the NXT matches up. Okay, yes. do you want to go through NXT? Sure. So, uh, to start, we have Cassius Ono versus the Velveteen Dream, who is the truth, by the way. I mean, if it's Cassius Ono in there, you would have to assume Velveteen Dream's winning, right? That's what I'm thinking. Bob? We we forgot. We have to make Bob pick first from now on. Yeah, that's true. Bob, Bob, pick. Who you got? Stop looking at the sheet. He already said it. I just don't even remember who's wrestling. The Velveteen Dream was the guy. He had a great match the last NXT. Did with... he watch that with us? With Alistair Black? <sighs> Cassius sure. Ono. Okay. Oh, man. Bob goes up 1-0. No, we go up 1-0. I'm telling watch. Something will happen. I honestly did not spoil myself. I have no idea what happened. We're, I... we're watching everything on Sunday. I just saw a gif on Twitter that... Didn't spoil a match, but spoiled something. Okay. And I was like, oh, oh, that's kind of cool. What do we got up next? Next, it's the tag uh, championship. Uh, the Undisputed Era versus the Authors of Pain. Bob, who you got? Undisputed. Hmm. I think there's a better chance that Authors of Pain might be getting called up soon. I agree. So I guess I'll take Undisputed Era. Yeah, I don't see what the Authors of Pain can do anymore down in NXT. I think They've if... gotten better at a pretty oh, good they clip. Have. No, for sure. Of course, they're always they're always working with great teams. Right, 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 right. Well, and they've got that big monster thing down. I mean, you don't have to be the best worker to be able to... See Braun Strowman. Oh, Braun. Braun! Get the fucking title on him now. God damn it. All right. Everybody's gonna get these hands oh my god alex like <laughs> so fucking good like the whole oh you're fired things like you don't go fuck yourself like can we stop with that but when he said that he flips a tractor trailer when he said that everyone's gonna catch these hands like okay it's fine it's, it's totally all worth it. fine it's all worth it now Okay, then we've got, uh, bu- 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 I would assume this would be going on second to last, but here they've got it listed third, the women's championship match, uh, Ember Moon versus Shayna Bl- Baszler. Baszler. Words. Ronda Rousey's friend. Is she one of the four horsewomen? She is. Oh, nice. 
Um, I'm going to say... Oh, no, yeah, that's right. Bob, who you got? Ember Moon, NXT champion. Ember Moon. You know, Ember Moon just doesn't do anything for me. Like, her promos are fucking awful, first of all. But I don't think they're taking the title off her this soon. I uh, gotta tell you, I feel like this is where you have the heel come in. The monster heel who's ripping through everybody on NXT, just beating girls up at the performance center for fun. Yeah. I think Shayna Baszler wins. Okay. You're going Ember Moon? I'm gonna go Moon, yeah. You're, like, checking to make sure I'm writing it down correctly. (laughs) Uh, Then we've got the Extreme Rules match between Aleister Black and Adam Cole, which I think should be a good time. uh, Man, this this is a tough one. Well, does the Undisputed Era come out and help Cole? I think that's a foregone conclusion. If they've already gotten destroyed by the Authors of Pain earlier in the night, they might yeah, not. they still might run out, though. It's an Extreme Rules match, extreme so yeah, Interference match. City. Um, I don't know. Alistair Black, didn't he lose... There was he lost that fatal thing, four-way where it? he... No, he lost that fatal four-way where he got beat by Johnny Gargano, I think, which is how Johnny Gargano got to this title Did match. Did he get pinned, though? I think he actually was the one that oh, took the pin. Oh, wow, okay. So... Yeah, that kind of changes things oh, then, doesn't it? it's tough, because Adam Cole's like one of their top heels. Hmm, this is a tough call. What do you think, Bob? Yes. You better you better be looking up prices on TVs because that's about all that's acceptable right now. I will bet you that's exactly what he's doing. I'm not looking up prices on TVs. Yeah, don't lie. Uh, who you got, Cole or Black? Cole. Who are you taking, Erica? See, part of me is like in Interference City, right? So it's like, yeah, but then, I mean, does Black need the win? I don't feel like any of either of them really need the win. This is a tough one. This is a tough just, one. It's shenanigans. Lots of shenanigans in this match. <sighs> I'm going to say Aleister Black. Okay, so Bob's got Cole. You've got Black. Uh... I'm going to have to go Black. So I right. think there's a lot of interference, but like you said, they're going to be beaten down from earlier. And then, yeah, yeah, I'd just be, I can see Black kind of fighting up and, you know, wrecking shop. Overcoming the, the odds. Exactly. So then we have Johnny Gargano against Andrade Cien Almas and uh, Selena Vega with Selena Vega. Now, this is interesting because Johnny Gargano's wife just got signed yes. 10XT, Candice LeRae. Which is exciting. Even though so... she's ultimately going to be ruined eventually. But I, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to her NXT work. So do we see her on this show? No, I do think we see... Uh, Tommaso uh, Ciampa? Yes, definitely. I don't think there's any way we don't. But does he cost him the match? Mm, is Tommaso Ciampa healthy? Even if he's not, I don't see any way he's not interfering. Bob, do you have a horse in this race? Bob doesn't have a horse in any race. Who you got, Bob? Almost Sir Gargano. Gargano. I was going to say, you know who Gargano is. Well, I know the name. Well, you've seen him. You've seen him wrestle 10 feet in front of you. He was in Fist. 
I'm going to say Andrade Cien Almas with a major assist from Selena Vega and Tommaso Ciampa. If that all doesn't happen, you don't get the pick. You don't get the win. No, no, no. I made the I'm pick. going Almas too. I think it wouldn't make sense to uh, take the belt off him this soon. And I kind of enjoy him as the champion. So that's NXT. You've got... Uh... No, I do not have the Royal Rumble. Okay. <laughs> do you? Yeah, one second. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> see, the uh, Rumble's going to be a little harder. Well, well, I know... Okay, you've got so... your head pick and you've got your heart pick, we'll do right? the we'll, two, we'll do the two Rumbles last. I know that they're doing Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins, who are the Raw Tag Team Champions, the bar, against right? The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus. My guys. I know that's on the show. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that match, Bob? I'll take the bar. Bob, Bob, put the phone down. Put the phone down, Bob. Put it down. You have to be here. You have to be present for the podcast. You're a host. I am present. You're I'm, the host. I'm listening for and, all the times you guys drop your phone on the table. We're You're the host, and to make it clear, Bob's the editor for any dumbasses who want to blame me for lack of editing. Are you getting shit on for lack of editing? Oh, I'm getting shit on every fucking day. I would have gotten the podcast up on Thursday if Alex hadn't insisted on us bowling. Insisted. So are you just talking directly to our listener right insisted. now? Insisted. <laughs> insisted. I made him. I forced him. You did. You really twisted him. He came over. Us. He turned off the computer. He said, God damn it. Grab your bowling balls. We're going. Okay. So we've got the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Rollins and Jordan versus the bar. Bob picked the bar. Who you got? Bob picked the bar. Did Bob you? Bob picked the bar. Yes. yes. This is a tough one. I mean, I don't... It's like... Well, I really don't like to see the just randomly thrown together tag teams, like, getting gold. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be Cesaro and Sheamus. As do I. All right, now we've got the SmackDown uh, Championship. Two out of three falls. Usos versus Gable and Benjamin. I think it's going to (sighs) be... It's so hard to bet against the Usos because they're one of those. Bob's got to pick first. Who you got? The Usos. Well, I'm just talking about in general. It's hard to bet against the Usos because they're one of those teams that just always seems to win. I don't know, though. Chad Gable looked like a fucking beast at that last pay-per-view. Chad Gable always looks awesome, but he's also not getting pushed generally. I'm going Gable, uh, Gable, then. You know who should be the tag team champions on SmackDown? Rusev and Aiden English. Correct. Oh God! That like how about, heroes how about, fucking welcome. You know who would be? Pay-per-view. You know, you know, for the mixed match challenge, mixed match challenge, when it's Rusev and Lana, they should just both wrestle in the nude because that's their state on Total Divas. They both like to walk around <laughs> naked all the time. Nude. You got Alex. Who did you take? I actually took Gable and uh, Benjamin. I mean, they're probably that's my heart pick though. I'm picking with my heart, which is foolish. I'll take I'll take I'll take Gable and Benjamin. I feel that's a mistake. It probably is. 
All right, so then we've got the WWE handicap match for the championship with Styles versus uh, Owens and Zayn. Well, this Kevin Owens is legit injured to some degree. So, as by the way, Jason Jordan also is. He's hurt his back or something. Oh fuck! I didn't realize. So. I think this is actually going to be more of a one-on-one match, but with Kevin Owens jumping in from time to Styles time. Styles v. Zayn? Yeah, but Kevin, I mean, it's still technically a handicap Well, match, no, but... it's going to be schmaz because you know Shane's going to get in there and stick his fucking face in and not, oh, it, not have it get kicked off by Daniel Bryan. <laughs> to my continual annoyance. Bob, who's winning? I'll take Sami Zayn. I will also take Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens oh, yeah? <laughs> just for the anger of of Shane McMahon when they win. I'm going to take Styles. Because while I would like to see the uh, them both holding the, t- the championship, I think that could go interesting places. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to... I, what I want is AJ going into fucking Mania. At, it'll, it'll factor into my, my pick for the Rumble, which is will be wrong, but... Whatever. Okay. Women. Oh, no, no, no. The uh, triple raw. threat for the yeah. Raw title. Kane. Lesnar, Kane, and Braun. And Braun. Excuse me. Go ahead. You say it better. No, put respect on his name right now. Braun Strowman. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I, Bob. Uh, Bob has headphones on. I apologize for that, Bob. Bob, who's winning? We got Kane. Come on, Bob. He's only it's, in there to take the pin. It's been said. Erica, who do you got? Brock all day. Yeah, I got Brock too. I would love if Strowman won, but... Well, because you've got a raw pay-per-view between now and Mania, right? You do have the Elimination Chamber. So, in theory, but it, it would be wouldn't make sense. Because when Strowman does eventually win the title, I need him to hold it for like the next 10 years. Which will never happen, but... The point still. Okay, then we've got the Rumbles. So you've got the women's match and the men's. Let's start with the men's. Can we can we get a recap on who are holding belts right now? Uh, the For only, the men? The only one that matters is Roman Reigns is not holding a belt currently. Brock Lesnar is the Raw champion. Miz and is in Right now. Right? Well, I th- well, for the Rumble, we're only talking about you would only challenge for a world title. No, 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 I know that, but I think Bob wanted to know. Well, no, I, I, I'm basically just curious who's not going to be in the Rumble because they're already holding it. Well, the, the world, the, yeah, the, the, only the world champions won't be in there. So right. Brock Lesnar will is, is the Raw champion, and right now AJ is the SmackDown champion, but that could change by the time the Rumble actually begins. Right. We got That's it. a fair point. We got What about... Okay, so we're doing the men first? Yes. To give you some to give you something to go off of, I think the only two you know real possibilities are like Roman, of course. Roman's the safe pick for the Rumble. Roman's the head pick. And then if if it's not Roman, you'd have to assume it would be someone from SmackDown, so maybe like Elias. Nakamura? Elias? Elias. That's who you're going with? Yes. Bob's throwing these on purpose now. You wait until Elias destroys it. He hits Brock Lesnar over the head with his guitar. Okay, we're going to stop listening to him. Um, 
I want to go either. Like, I don't know if Sammy's going to be in, but I think it might be Nakamura. That's my heart pick. My head pick, Roman doesn't have a title. And he's going to be in the Rumble. So my head pick is Roman. Well, here's the thing is last year they did that elimination chamber and the winner of that got to challenge the raw champion at the, at the WrestleMania. Are they going to do that again? I don't know. And is that a co-brand pay-per-view or is that just raw? I believe it's just raw. Cause if they do that again, you know, it's kind of like that would make you, that would lead you to believe the champions, the winner of the Royal Rumble is going to be on SmackDown. That's kind of my thought process. I, I don't know, though. That's the thing. Because it's fucking Roman, and it's fucking Roman. You know what? I don't think there's any chance Nakamura is going to win, but just for fun, I'll take Nakamura. I so mean, I don't... Knack. It's going to be Roman. <laughs> Probably. You know what's so upsetting, though, Alex? And we've had this conversation several times. I just, and maybe this is wrong, and I'm just looking through history with rose-colored glasses, because Stone Cold definitely won the Rumble like three times when he was active in WWE. Where's the surprise? Isn't that the whole fucking point of the Rumble? Right? Like, shake something up, you know? Like, let's do let's do something. Don't throw Randy Orton at me. Like, are you fucking well, serious? That was just weird. Isn't that the beauty of pay-per-views, like, the Rumble or Money in the Bank, they like it gives you a real opportunity to Perfect do something example. different. Perfect example. Money in the Bank, we were still in the city, so that's got to be like five or six years ago at this point, four or five years ago at this point, when fucking Damien Sandow won the Money in the Bank briefcase. You remember this, because I like lost my fucking shit when he did cash it in. But that's something that, that's something. You could do something with that. What they did was feed him to fucking John Cena and, like, be embarrassed, which was like, oh, cool, great, thanks. But to me, it's like, that's the whole point of something like this. If it's just going to be the fucking typical guy, why are we even bothering? Rant over. So you have the Women's Royal Rumble, commentated by one Stephanie McMahon. You know, fine, but... It's, you know, it's going to reach that point where it's just like, you didn't create women, honey. Like. What? Whoa. whoa, whoa. I know. Whoa, I know. Whoa, whoa, I know. Whoa. It's crazy. God came down, created Stephanie McMahon, and then she created all the lesser wait, women. Wait, wait, wait. I thought God asked Stephanie for permission to create more in her likeness. <laughs> God asked Stephanie if he could create Vince, who would then create her later for fun. <laughs> oh, so Stephanie has been reincarnated. Yes. Okay, okay. This isn't the first time. All right. No, this is just... A woman of this power level has been around. <laughs> She's been the great destroyer through history. Yeah, it's... I'm sure... I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna reach peak like, Jesus fucking Christ, honey. But I don't know. I mean... I don't understand why it always has to be, oh, well, anything even even tangentially related to the women, you gotta Steph's gotta come Stephanie out there and must get soak all the credit. up the fucking accolades, you know? It's like it, like whatever. Whatever. It is what it is. She's in the fucking family and they they're the ones writing the history books. Um Alex, I think I know who you've got. Um, I don't know who's Bob got. Bob who you got? Charlotte. 
She's well, she's hold on. Champion. She's the champion on SmackDown. Oh. And Alexa Bliss is the champion on Raw. Asuka. That's the safe pick for sure. I I mean I feel like there's no one else than Oscar or Ronda Rousey unless you just want to pull someone out of your ass and just have give it to them even though they're not prepared. I don't think it makes sense to go with anyone other than Oscar, but if they're bringing Rousey in that that uh, that'll just like you you're finally doing a women's royal rumble at the pay-per-view like the first time and you're going to fucking give it to somebody who like not with the it's, just started with the fucking company. The first time they did the women's money in the bank, a man won it. No, I know. I know. I know. They're like fucking assholes. I know. <sighs> what was his name? The big With hog. Carmella. Yeah, big the big hog. hog. Fucking... James Ellsworth. Ellsworth. There it is. <laughs> big hog. <laughs> That's the winner of the uh, women's Royal Rumble. Jeez. James like, Ellsworth. Why, why did you think that was a good idea? They're so fucking stupid. Um, I mean, I gotta say Asuka, but it'll probably be Ronda Rousey. If you're saying Asuka and Bob's saying Asuka, I'm going with the dark horse of Ronda Rousey. The dark horse. The dark horse. She's not even announced. She's filming a movie, Erica. She, like, oh my god, like, (laughs) oh no, I'm not, no, I'm not anywhere around there. Like, no, I'm not in Philly. What are you talking about? Guys, I want to just point something out. There is someone who goes by the name Majin Obama. Is there really? It looks like he's an esports announcer. That's amazing. <laughs> kind of outstanding. And I think, well, it's not my podcast, so are we done? <laughs> I think we're done. We are. Before we start NXT, I need to show you something from an episode of The Challenge Vendettas. Well, do we want to watch XNXT first, and then we'll take a pause, and then we'll... It's only 14 minutes. Okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> sorry, sorry for torturing you. No, 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 no. no. I'm just... It's... I, we're going to have enough time for everything. Oh, we're we'll be fine. Time. I mean, we'll start the rumble a little later. I mean, I don't well, think NXT the... is much longer than two hours. Yeah, it'll be like two, two and a half hours. And, you know, we could skip commercials on both of them. For so sure. there's going to sure. be commercials. Yeah, well, of course, because you need commercials uh, <laughs> on your fucking, like, pay-per-view broadcast. Well... You know, it was great to have you guys here in your home. And thank you for showing up on time. No problem. And hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>